have a greater purpose than any of us could have ever imagined. Be careful who you put your faith in. Might not be her father. She was someone's. Hey, welcome to You'll Probably Agree. Uh, today we're talking about The Last of Us, uh, an H- a little show on HBO that's kind of taken the uh, media by storm. And joining me in the conversation is John Davies from Cinema Obscura. Hello there. And Mark, and Mark the Movie Man from Special Mark Productions. Hello. Thank you for having me on. Oh, uh, thank you for coming on. So getting right to it, I wonder... The Last of Us is good, but is it? Has it actually broken the live action uh, adaptation from video game curse? Because for years, you know, whatever came from a video game to a movie was unwatchable crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I will say, I am a big defender of of uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie from the nineties. Wow, like, I think it's a reach, bro. Mad, hey. mad, mad power to you, sir. Mad hey. power to you. Well, I would, you know, I would, I would not stand with you on Super Mario Brothers, but the one that I would say broke the curse was Silent Hill. As a that one, it was pretty good, actually. Insane, like if you didn't know it was from a video game, you would have loved it. But it's a video game, so people are trashing. It. <laughs> well, what do you mention that the movie is insane? But it's a video game, so people, you know, ten years ago or whatever, were like ah, that's a video game, blah blah blah. I, I think that opened the door for the rest of the insanity, Resident Evil, and blah blah blah. But and, and for me, game. and for me, it was always uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, I like mm. the original Mortal Kombat, the '90s, even though it's a bit dated. Watching it again, it was the one that was the most accurate to the storyline that it was based off of. I mean, yes, it's a basic storyline, but still they held to it. They, they didn't do too much fancy stuff till the end it stumbles. But for the most part, I was like, that was kind of my go-to for if people say, well, what's a good film that I'm like, well, if you want accuracy, Mortal Kombat was actually, I mean, you know, Goral looked like Goral the best that they could do, you know, uh, the soundtrack I listened to quite a bit, both the score and the the wow. uh, vo- the vocal. Um, not was... just bum, 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 <laughs> not bum, just bum. that one. Yeah. <laughs> though, though I do have the promo disc that was released for when the first game came out that has a whole bunch of techno music for each character. It's oh crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, but no, I, I that for me was you know it was rough. I wasn't a big Silent Hill fan, but I did enjoy the film. Um, I didn't have anything to compare it to, really. I, I mean, I had played the game, but I wasn't as devout as as a lot of people. There were some, you know, some slight issues I think I had with the sequel. If we're talking about the first Silent Hill, yeah. Movie. Oh yeah, the first one um, I didn't even count the sequel as a that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw bits and pieces of the second one, and oh my god, what a different quality! Don't, yeah, don't. <laughs> just watch the first one, and you'll you'll be minimum entertained, minimum. But I'll agree with you on the Mortal Kombat and getting to The Last of Us, I'd say absolutely because we're mm-hmm. talking about it and everybody wants to watch it. Everybody's into it. Yeah, that's the thing because it's kind of a phenomenon it seems right now. Like everyone's talking about it. And for once, like something based on a video game is beyond just like, oh, I thought that <laughs> one was good. But, you know, other people did it. Like, no, this one, everyone is saying they loved it. I'm wondering, is it as good as everyone praises it to be? Or no. is it not? Yeah, well, here's, I think, to me, I think it's a problem with hype, which I, mm-hmm. is a whole theory of my own, which I think it is fantastic, and they did an amazing job. But, you know, maybe there are some parts that dragged a little bit, but overall, I mean, th- this series, you know, it shows how you can have something from a video game and make it not just entertaining, but dynamic drama. You know, you have to have the relationship between Joel and Ellie work on screen between Bella Ramsey and Pedro Pascal. And of course, they I think they did have enough chemistry where, you know, it you bought it that these two really cared for each other. But there's also absolute moments of beauty in the show that I think my favorite episode is the uh, one with Nick Offerman playing Bill mm. and how he falls in love with James. And it's really about like, although there's an apocalypse and everything is gone and there's no hope left in the world against despair, 
with love, you can actually have a life worth living. And I just thought, my God, that, that, that went far beyond where it went in the video game. But I don't know. What do you, how good do you guys think it was? This is amazing or, eh, or let's hear, 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 go around the room. Um, I, 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 I was very impressed. I played through the first game three times. I'm a big fan of the game. I the first time I played through it, my mind was just that was one of those games where I held off and I actually got like a a, a discount copy, you know, a, a pre pre because a lot of people praised it. And a lot of times, just like with movies, what you're talking about, Mike, is the hype. Usually the product doesn't actually live up to the hype. It's good, but it mm. usually doesn't. So I tapered off for a little bit with Last of Us, held off, finally played it. I still got my PS3 upstairs. My mind was blown away. I'm like, that was awesome, especially the way it ended. Mm. You know, just it 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 had a rich story, and you're like, yes. And so when they said they were going to do the adaptation of it, having played mm. through the game a number of times and, and really enjoyed it, I'm like, okay, you know they're not <laughs> and while i will say it, it is not as solid i was putting it in my brain today uh and i was like part of that is because you don't spend quite as much time as you do with these characters in a video game there's like 30 or 40 hours of gameplay with the first last of us if you do all the side stuff and everything and go through all the dialogue and here we're looking at nine hours <laughs> you, you know and, and that's not not to take away anything from the show i i thoroughly enjoy the show even as its own thing i think for streaming shows it's one of the better ones that has taken care in its characters and what it's writing and is not afraid to go to some places uh and take some risks and i appreciate that versus a lot of the streaming shows out there i'm just like eh. in all honesty right now i was having this conversation with ian simmons the other uh last night i'm like the latest season of mando does not have me yet and i understand mm -hmm. oh we've got to see where it's going whereas the first two episodes of last of us i was hooked i was like this feels like the live action game, especially the replication of the opening and then certain key scenes they know they have to hit. And it's not just putting them in there for fan service. They direct them well. The actors understand the meaning of those scenes to fans and it comes across. So on the whole, as far as the show goes, it's decent, especially for streaming shows. Is it as phenomenal? I will agree. No, but if you're looking at what is out there right now, it's one of the better offerings. Yeah. Can't, can't disagree that the first two episodes, I, I had forgotten how they began, but you reminded me they began with basically the science of it. They don't explain anything really, but they kind of give you like an, an opening of this is the craziness that can in that first episode, especially the first like six minutes or whatever. And then they pan to the audience and just the blanks. And that's us right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. the, the blank stares on our, like, we're just gaping in awe of like, what is going on? And, you know, they dragged us in with those first six minutes of that first episode. And they did it again with the, I, I kind of wish they started every episode with that, <laughs> honestly, with that, just with that tone of like this, you know, this is where it came from. It, it kind of built, they told you a little about, about the green, explosions or whatever they don't explain anything which is fantastic because i don't think they do in the game at all just, you know no. we just like hit this cataclysm and like shit is bad from now on and like <laughs> it's weird or whatever but yeah i don't know the the entirety of it so far i i do remember playing the game as well i i do remember crouching and hiding and throwing stuff to get the enemies like whether it was the the fungus do what are they called again the clickers? the clickers the clickers yeah whether it was those guys and we've seen what two so far we saw two or, two or that's, three yeah that's been a little disappointing on my end you know because the whole game you're like scared to death that you're gonna die and you're like hiding from either raiders or clickers or people and this one i mean they have to do, they had to do something to make it semi-relatable because you can't be a person that's like in a crouch position throwing stuff over walls and you know hiding con you can't do that for a whole game or for a whole series like you did for the whole game yeah and i have to say there are there are moments in the show 
where I felt like, oh, this would be from a video game. Like somewhere around, and you know what? Actually, I'll warn everyone that there's spoilers. <laughs> okay, so when we're getting around the end of the last episode, it's mm. funny how Joel went from being injured two episodes ago where he could barely stand to basically <laughs> yeah. just being a Terminator. <clears throat> yep. Like he 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 kills everybody who's hunting them in the uh, uh, in that little farm town or whatever the one where all the crazy religious people are, mm-hmm. and then like there's just like a quick montage of him shooting everyone effort everyone effortless effortless. Sorry. He, was, he was pressing the X button. Yeah, yes, pressing the X button. Yeah, yeah. That made a lot of pressing X and throwing grenades. They shouldn't have stabbed him in the gut like that and had him heal in 10 minutes. That made no yeah. sense. But yeah, well, the show was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Well, for that, I, I would just say that in defense of the show that um, they don't have the title of how many months or, you know, later or weeks mm-hmm. later it is. So I took that as because you get that in the game as well to where there's a span of like two or three months between like chapters in, you know, from when, when he was hurt to, oh, because yeah. you walk, you walk around mm-hmm. the cannibal thing hurting and they got that pretty accurate. I mean, he didn't kill everybody in the town, just who he came across. And that was kind of like in the game. Uh, and then there was a period of time from when they take out the cannibals to when they go to the hospital. I forgot how much time they don't allude to that. And if anything, that is the one thing in the show i think it could have used at least for viewers who aren't familiar with the show the game is a little bit more indication of passage of time because i always picked up that from when he takes out when they take out the lead of the cannibal cult and when they make it to uh seattle to the hospital there's been some time because there's been a thaw it was winter where he was at and they went and it's the snow is gone by this time when they make it to the, the town. So there's been some time, but I agree. They they should have put a little better time in there because otherwise, yeah, if you just take it as is, you're like, wow, super Joe. Right? Yeah, a little uh, a little yeah. montage or something, having her hunt a little bit, something right. There was right. no past between him getting sh- a shot and then him shooting people. There was that was kind of you know, I mean, but you have to do something to you can't make it a 16 episode first season and <laughs> nothing for, you know, you can't, I'm not going to say Andor. I'm not going to say it. Um, is that, is that your trigger word now? <laughs> Everyone's like, it's brilliance. And it's like, no, it's not that, but I am in the, I am in the brilliance crowd. I will say, I love how Andor is a show that doesn't cling on to fans nostalgia for star wars it actually does its own thing and creates its own path and yeah there are moments where it's a little boring with the politics especially because everyone has star warsy names when they're like referencing to people like anton krieger and stuff like that and why he's part of this big conspiracy it's like what well, wait who are they talking about who and i get like especially with krieger because he's just like some guy who looks like a wwe wrestler once they like put on the little projection thing mm-hmm. but yeah, it had some of those slow moments, but I will say for Star Wars, that was one of the best things they've done in years. But we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about The Last of Us. And in The Last of Us, it's one of the best, If no, not one of the best. It is the best video game to movie adaptation. And that's because the material is so strong. Right. You know. You know, yeah, exactly. Because like, it's, it's so strong that the cast, uh, Troy Baker, who plays Joel and mm-hmm. Ashley uh I can't remember her last name no but uh I don't know it either but you're the horrible person yeah I know I am a horrible person <laughs> uh, but Ashley Johnson yes. yeah they actually did the scenes from the game on stage so it's like it's so good you can even make it a play so naturally it becomes a good drama but you're right they, they the game has a great story, not just because it's a good story, but it has that ending that makes you realize, oh, maybe I was the bad guy all along. <laughs> Go ahead and keep the spoiler alert up. There is a part two. The yep. of us, and it's not great. 
I I have not yeah. played through I have not played through The Last of Us Part Two. I I started to because I I got a I finally got a PS4 after many years, and I started playing it because the video game tech lounge coffee shop area closed down, and I got it and the game for almost next to nothing, and uh, especially the game. And I started playing it, and it feels different. Um, you know, I haven't gotten into the real meat of it yet right now ellie and her companion are out on their horse by themselves now after the big thing happened um and yeah i'm gonna be interested to see how they handle the season two but season one so far i mean one of the things that i think really caught me was how they worked in key scenes memorable scenes from the cutscenes in the game but they worked it in far more seamlessly than a lot of other video game to where it's not really calling attention. And if you didn't know the game, it's still a beautiful scene. Like the first time a hell of a view, you know, when they're looking at the cityscape and that. Um, but what I, what I saw that I'm like, Holy crap. They, they nailed those seeds. You know, they nailed those enough. So where if you weren't familiar, it still had meaning, but if you knew the game, you're like, that was good. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, because are, are we talking about the scene with the giraffe? Because that works so the, much and the better. Scene, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because when here's the thing that makes it work better in a, as a game compared to a show is that you're spending as the player about twenty or maybe less or maybe more. You know, sometimes 30, 40 hours between these two people. And their relationship kind of has to be established within an episode or two of this show. And, you know, that was the one where they implemented the joke book that you'd get in the game if you just stand around for a while, like Ellie would pull it out. And yeah, yeah, she'd read a joke for you. So once they, you know, they couldn't really establish it, they established a good connection, but it doesn't feel as strong mm -hmm. as when you actually play the game and spend so much time like actively trying to survive with your little controller. And of course you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit because in the game you're crawl, you know, you're going against like how many clickers and humans and like what's Ellie's body count by the end of the second game. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's holy it's shit. Ducking and throwing stuff for 40 yeah. hours and they're, you know, yeah. <laughs> You exactly. can't do that for a TV series. I get that. Mm. I'm just, I'm, I'm honestly worried that HBO's gotten themselves into another Game of Thrones situation mm. where mm. they have a fantastic opening and they don't have an ending again. They don't mm. have an ending to this. Well, they, this I, have... game, I know you haven't played through it, but mm -hmm. I was re reminded recently of what happens and it is unpleasant. <laughs> it is, un my, my, my buddy was just like, he was, boiling with anger reminding me telling me what happens at the beginning of the second game and how the second game plays out and i was like really how did i forget that maybe i like mentally blocked playing that i don't remember or maybe i just skipped playing it all together but like did hbo get themselves in another game of thrones situation here where they have a fantastic opening and that they're just going to leave us hanging with you know, seasons five six and seven again well, it's I gonna, think. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mark. I was just gonna say. Well, that's gonna hinge on if they're brave enough to do what they did in the second game. Um, and I'm gonna say right now, if they don't, as much as what happened in the second game pissed people off, yeah. if if they don't do that, it's gonna tick people off even more. I think you know mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, you're saying you're saying this is part two yet. Now you've diverged and basically gone the Norman Reedus Revis in Walking Dead part to where his character only was in like two issues mm -hmm. and he becomes he's literally getting a spin-off series, right? Oh great. Every <laughs> franchise can be alien and aliens and have two completely different tones and have it work. Like I don't I just don't know how they can continue this and make it work for a second season and keep going with it, honestly. Well, I think I have a theory that it might work better on screen uh, through live action than the video game. And not like the whole plot, but the part that makes everyone upset, which I thought was actually a great part. And yeah, I did too. Like Mark know. said, the beginning of the second game is going gonna, is gonna to split people. If they start the second season, 
the way that they start the second game, it's going to split people in half. I think they know that, but my conspiracy oh, is that they're 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 the, Neil Druckmann is milking the heck out of The Last of Us, and I think it's because he does want to make a part three, where part one's about love, part two is about hate, part three redemption, redemption exactly is redemption. Yuck, wishy washy. Uh, I know, and I think every I think everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, so you're making it?" No, I mean he could go that route, or he could go somewhere completely different. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling that because they remastered The Last of Us how many times now? They remastered yeah. it once, and then again, where's our Dead Space HBO? Let's get that. <laughs> Why not? Come on! Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, Dead Space! Oh, now you're yeah. talking. Yeah, seriously, that would work People, better. I mean, if movie. they're gonna invest in remaking these video games you might as well get a series out of it and that's one that would work that would work well i think it would work better as a movie because it's very singular like the horror of it if you just put in like all this padding of story between episodes you'd be like oh see another game they uh, i'm surprised no one has and maybe it's a rights thing i don't know i'm old school i'm old for one but i love the ultima games if you've ever played any of the Ultima games or fantasy games, there is a rich story there that they could easily, easily do some very ins- creative things with it and get your Game of Thrones type of feel on. But, it, you know, they don't. They they dive into these other games. That's why Last of Us, I think, hits is because it surprised me that they decided to take on this material. Well, Ultima, is that that's similar to a Final Fantasy? Ultima is more like a, a it's a role playing game so it's more like uh Baldur's Gate but it was before Baldur's Gate. Uh it's it's a fantasy role playing game. Uh there's been there was 9 of 9 was bad but there were 9 games plus Ultima Online was one of the first MMORPGs to come out uh where you're playing on your 56k modem and you were happy when you got your cable modem so you wouldn't keep lagging but (laughs) in any case uh Ultima is a fantasy series a very rich deep fantasy series that has Mm. some wonderful stories in it um and I'm surprised no one's ever tried to adapt that because um that one also has an interesting story basically the story is you're a modern time uh guy and you end up getting sucked in through a a portal which is a basically a blue door and you get sucked into the world of britannia and it's all fantasy all role-playing and so you you've got to get your armor you you know build up your stats all there's a whole story with uh you know uh the different the the you know gargoyles and all kinds of stuff in it it's a it's it's a really good series. Uh, I'd recommend Seven, The Black Gate. Um, but I'm surprised they don't dive into that. But hopefully something like this with Last of Us and seeing how they handle it opens the door for maybe other games that have rich stories that people that aren't fighting games that they could base a movie off. <laughs> yeah. Well, one that is going to come to everyone's mind is God of War. Because and you and the remake, you do it because God of War works because it was about how Kratos feels bad for like all the because Kratos is a piece of garbage. And he the, is, yeah. <laughs> and then and, and the whole movie is about him not getting redemption, but basically trying to have a better future for his son. Although, in the while he's doing that, he's having his son go around and kill people, but mm. yeah. I think I think God of War could possibly work. I think Max Payne could really work if they made it more like the actual game. Like you could do it with the comic book route, or you could do it with a totally different one. But don't make the uh, yeah, Max Payne that we ended up getting. That's where you can tell the producers don't care, and they uh, and they're not thinking about the property. And The Last of Us here is something. <laughs> yes, what. A, what a terrible piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's off. I got to say, that and Hitman, both. Oh, my God. Oh, right. Oliphant. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of XCOM. That that would be some fun stuff. You're basically a, uh, a worldwide network of governments fighting off alien invasion. Mm-hmm. And that you're taking the alien stuff, researching it using it against them and then you go to their base and wipe that's some fun stuff right there 
but that you know that would require governments working together, and that's never going to happen. <laughs> so, it, it, you know, I think bringing it back to Last of Us, I think the reason part of the reason Last of Us still works as far as the whole idea of you know uh video game a live action adaptation of a video game is the fact they actually had people who were involved in the video game deeply involved in the writing and production and even either front or behind the camera on this i think that really helped it because yeah. a lot of adaptations a producer buys the rights and people mm -hmm. who are making it have never played the game. And here you literally have people who voice the characters. Uh, uh, who's it? Uh, Marlene. Oh, yeah. uh, Are you talking about Ashley Johnson or Troy Baker? Oh, oh Marlene. Well, yeah, they yeah, got Marlene. the actual Marlene to play Marlene in it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. They actually have the the the, the actress who played Marlene, uh, Meryl Dandridge, she voiced Marlene in the game and having her as Marlene on the game. I mean, that's like, if you're a fan of the video game, you're like, oh my God. And then, yeah, they have. I didn't even realize that. That's brilliant. Yeah. And then they had, yeah, they had Joel, you know, the guy who played Joel. He was playing one of the cannibal guys, but he's in there. You have, uh, you know, uh, uh, the mom was being played by, uh, Ashley Johnson was played by the voice of the original Ellie. So that's kind of an interesting yeah. meta type thing. So mm. there's a lot of those things worked in there. Plus the production design and the way they replicated the sets, the prime sets that you needed. Um, also, they took attention to detail in there far more than I thought they would with this game, with, with this show. And what worried me was, I was like, oh, no, are they going to do make it another Walking Dead? And they didn't, at <laughs> least. You know, while I could have used more zombies, I think, John, you, you pointed out, uh, you know, that there could have been more of the continuous zombie threat. Mm -hmm. uh, at least it didn't turn into a Walking Dead. I, when I did say that, I did forget about that explosion of zombies that we saw in that one up. That was pretty cool. We don't, we never saw that in Walking Dead or in any of the other ones. Th that was that one part where I'm kicked like... It, kicked it up a little bit. That was one part where I'm like, oh, this is like a video game when like the whole, mm -hmm. like, there's a huge truck that explodes because, you know, movie. And they just come pouring. It's like the end of Uncharted. <laughs> where it just takes a crazy ass turn. You're like, what the hell? Yeah. And Why that explodes? How they didn't do that in the Uncharted movie is why that movie. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that, the Uncharted, game, Uncharted, in a crazy way. ass turn where you're you're like fighting these undead all of a sudden. You're like, where did this come from? Yeah. How did they do that in the Uncharted movie? That blows my mind. And I'm gonna guess this: all those clickers and bloaters were just underground, and that just helped mm -hmm. bring them all. Yeah. That part felt like a video game where it's like we have to kill these and get away from them at the same time. Be fast enough before the QTE kills you. Mm -hmm. They had alluded. They had alluded to that in that episode. They yeah. said that the, the, the everybody, like all the bad, all the infected, were underground. Is what they said. Yeah, they, they <laughs> did allude to it. It made for a, a fun action sequence still, mm -hmm. and oh, yeah. it was an interesting way to resolve that situation that originally was in the game. I mean, they do amp some things up. At, you know, of course, because you only got eight. Like we mentioned, we only got maybe because some of these episodes are longer than an hour. You only got maybe nine and a half hours of actual here, which is like a third or a quarter of total content from the game. Yeah. So they got to speed it up. But I, I liked how they did it because it still felt good. And I love the fact of how they were able to still work the bloater into it, uh, yeah. you know, because I was wondering because of the original, you're fighting them in a school gymnasium. And I'm like, where are they going to go with it? And here they kind of you know, uh, mixed it together. And, and I liked that quite a bit. Uh, you know, I liked, I liked the villains in this quite a bit as well. Uh, people played them not quite as over the top as you might have expected them to, which is good because that's the way they were in the game too. But I was mm -hmm. concerned about that. But for the most part, they were there. There's some scummy people, but at the same time, you've got a little I was going to trust them. Yeah. I, I would be, no longer with us if I try if I was leading. You know, <laughs> oh, are you talking him. about the main cannibal guy? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he seems like a good guy. I mean, but then there's that scene where he like slaps the girl, yeah. and then he tells her to take his hand. You're like, oh, now I get it. But they did a good job establishing that character because you do feel like you can trust him at a certain point. But of course, mm -hmm. if you played the game, you knew. Exactly. Or if you played any video game ever in your life, you know. <laughs> 
And with those the nice charismatic, the clean people are the worst. They are the worst. Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, what wasn't so clean were their plates because, like, when they were eating meat, it was so <laughs> red and raw. You you could tell that that was people. That was venison, that, that baby. Was, yeah, it was not venison. Um, yeah. Well, I I think what this this show has really given me hope for. And I don't want to diss HBO in any way, but I'm really looking forward to the Fallout series. Mm. I've seen a couple of set set clips from that, and it looks right. If they put half of the effort they put into Fallout that they did into The Last of Us, Fallout is going to be unbelievably good. They're having a Fallout series, like is this yeah. officially announced? Well, they're working oh on my god! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Some of the set. Oh my goodness, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the sets are just unbelievable, and uh, I mean, I built those. <laughs> some of my some of my establishments look just like those sets at the at the Red Rocket. Oh, you got like a bunch of uh, mecha armor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, me personally, I have over a hundred sets in my game. I went a little insane. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm level like 140 something. I got you. Got to do something, and that's my goal is to collect as many of those and eventually hit level 200. I'm gonna guess Fallout's gonna be kind of like the funny-ish version of The Last of Us because it's another show about the post-apocalypse. Yeah. And uh, well, well, what what's fun about Fallout for the games that I've played? I haven't played all of them, but uh, I I I touched on the first two, and then I finally played when they when it went to the first-person uh, version. You know, I played through Fallout Three in that. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Fallout definitely has a little bit more comedy and camp worked in with the seriousness as well whereas mm -hmm. last yep. of us even the game it was just it was oppressive <laughs> oh yeah no, a part, and part two makes part one look like a kid's show yep so you know i mean but you're right it, it gives me hope that it shows they can take care they have the money behind it they take care in the details they're going to pull in both people who've never played the game and people who love the game. Okay. And, and that's what and, they got from the last of us. So, right. Cause in the last of us, you got the fan service, but if you weren't familiar, it didn't feel like fan service. It still felt like part of the game. Whereas some of the previous star Wars products, like you guys were alluding to some of the fan service felt so shoehorned and inserted in and like waving a flag of look at fans. Look what, doing um it, it was frustrating as a fan to go quit slapping me in the face with it do something well, that, more as, as a non-fan how can you watch those movies and get anything out of them like that that's that's what i, I like what who is the target audience for that kind of material like it, it just it blew my like i'm i'm specifically thinking about solo that one <laughs> i just didn't understand oh. that movie the thought behind it it makes no sense let's, let's answer every single question about the dude that you've had questions about your whole life let's answer all of them in an hour well, and a half well and for me it was the it was the opening of rogue one the the first until you get mm -hmm. to until you get to forrest whitaker's character that movie up to that point it bothered the shit out of me. it's kind of boring like those characters aren't that interesting I mean, everybody dies. So it's like, yeah, they're well, yeah. expendable, which I love that. That was, I'm glad they killed them all. I think that's what made the movie right. work for me is that you killed the whole, like, you killed everybody in a Star Wars movie. Good for you. Mm -hmm. I like that. Is it, is it me, or did it feel like a bigger deal to get the plans to, to of the Death Star rather than actually attacking the Death Star? <laughs> yeah. This was like a way bigger. I don't battle. think we saw a single Bothan died. So, what the hell? <laughs> what, what, what are you doing? Not one bumping. You guys are liars. You guys are liars. But yeah, the the uh, first the uh, uh you know the the first the rogue one that first section was just so blatantly fan service, and in mm -hmm. here in Last of Us, while there is that, it still works. They they still mm -hmm. blend it in. There's there's a nice subtlety in Last of Us that I think some other shows miss the mark on just as a show in general, like the subtlety with our two, like, like the villains that they come across either, mm -hmm. you know, the, the uh, rebellion leader or the cannibal guy, it, you know, you're right, John. I mean, especially the cannibal, th those people had just enough charisma and they are played mm -hmm. just enough to mm -hmm. where you're like, Oh, when you yeah. first meet them. Mm -hmm. But then there's a subtle 
underlying darkness that just starts to creep through just enough to let you know that they're bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, they, 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 they said could have been this other word, and wait a minute. What did they actually say? Let me key on. Wait, hold on. He's, mm. he just, they're just so smooth about it that they get it, you know. But, mm. you, I mean, you get that in Fallout 3, and then you get that in Fallout Las Vegas. Right. So it's kind of, it's kind of nice that they, they really, I mean, they, like I said earlier, they got me. Like, I would have been, I would have been mincemeat. <laughs> like I trusted it. It's like, oh yeah, that's right. But here I am. Like I guess I played the game, but it was when it came out, and that was years and years and years ago. So luckily, my memory is uh, spotty, as they say. Um, yeah, I mean, The Last of Us works because it's it's like the road, but with hope. You know, which, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, which again, if they go in season two in the direction we think they're gonna go, uh, goodbye, hope. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I mean, not only does Ellie become a bad person, spoilers, but she becomes a really bad. Like <laughs> you, at that point, you're like, man. Again, HBO is starting a story they can't finish. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm worried about. So it's odd to me. Like looking back at what they did to it with Game of Thrones, like they think they can just do anything now and get away with it. And yes, they can because we saw the crew in a shot of this show already. So they can get away with anything they want to, and they can pull anything over their eyes, and we will watch it. But damn it, this first season <laughs> you know, of The Last of Us was pretty good. It's weird. Like, The Last of Us Part Two, <laughs> I don't think it's good or bad. I just think it's mediocre. Mm -hmm. Although I will say the, the technical elements behind it are fantastic. Yeah, it's and gorgeous. All, it's yeah. freaking gorgeous. And I have to say, although I call it mediocre, I do give Neil Druckmann credit for doing something you wouldn't expect someone to do and take a story in a direction you wouldn't expect going. Mm -hmm. I just did I just thought it was a bit monotonous after a while with this with the subliminal messaging. I'm 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 gonna say that what surprised me in all honesty was the casting of Pedro Pascal till I saw mm -hmm. him in the role. Because when I heard he was going to be cast, I'm like, wait. Pedro Pascal's gonna play Joel, you know. Yeah. And, the, and then you meet him, and he looks like I, I don't know how he looks like, but more importantly, he sounds like him. The way he yeah. talked for the majority of this series, he sounds like Joel, yeah. and it was like it was surreal to hear that because it, I'm like, that's Pedro Pascal. You know, I just saw him in the unbearable weight of massive talent and yeah. you're watching him here going, or even in Mando, you look oh, at yeah. him. It's that little skinny guy. that got smashed by the mountain. <laughs> what? Yeah. That guy? Really? And, no, and, that guy. <laughs> and he, he, he consistently for 99% of the show, he consistently carries that, that tone, the delivery, the cadence, and the accent all the way through for Joel to where I'm just like, I saw Joel. I did not see Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I saw Joel. I think the way he established the voice, if I remember from the notes I was reading correctly, he watched his nephew play the game. So mm -hmm. he kind of saw what Joel's voice is like, and then he, you know, put it into his own thing. Mm -hmm. Now, I and I think Bella Ramsey, for an extent, she does sound exactly like Ellie in some places. And it's odd because from my research, it turns out she wasn't trying to replicate Ellie. But I think, you know, in your performance, you can't help but do that. But I mean, I, I'm glad she did because mm -hmm. she sounded like any. I mean, again, they gave her enough F-bombs to do whatever the fuck she wanted <laughs> with that role. But I mean, she, she was one that knocked it out of the park. But, you know, the thing that made this show work was the, the design, the way it's... Uh, there, it's like slow cinema mm -hmm. sometimes. The show you have the episode with Bill and James and how they fall in love, and that's just like a slow, lovely story. You have the a whole episode where Ellie's basically trying to connect with Joel, and Joel isn't having any of it until the very, very end when he laughs at the uh, joke book. And I'll say that's probably one of the most forgettable episodes. But I yeah. like the fact that it, uh, yeah, because I can't remember anything else that happened in that episode. Oh, you're right. When he when he cracks and let and lets her in when they're about to fall asleep right there. That yeah, yeah. that 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 is pretty nice. And yeah. I, I didn't like I, I did play the games, but I remember nothing. So I'm kind of like <laughs> straddling the fence of like this 
of the two of you basically they they nailed the burrell storyline well i thought with the mm-hmm. kid and you know and, and that i liked I, I was happy they they put that in there and and did what they did with it um you're right that that's the weakest effort. i liked the ellie episode where we get kind of the flashback of you know with her in the mall mm-hmm. and her friend mm-hmm. uh giving us a little insight into you know the way the academy was the way life was <laughs> yeah with with fedra i i like those little bits that they you know they throw in there which is uh inspired you know pulled from the down the dlc that came with the original game but uh you mentioned it john uh the opening of episode two i think is one of the best openings of any tv show i've had in a number of years mm. in indonesia and that and they cast a very famous actress from there too to play the doctor but yeah no please go mm. ahead terrifying scene go it, ahead mm-hmm. Well, well, what's terrifying about that scene is they play at your expectations for one, mm-hmm. but there's nothing done like over dramatic. Again, for the most part, this show keeps things at at a level that is is not expected for the given the material. Mm-hmm. But you know, she's in Indonesia and a guard shows up to pick her up. Immediately, your mind's going, "Oh, is she getting arrested?" And even mm-hmm. she thinks she's getting arrested, mm-hmm. you know, the way they play that whole thing. And suddenly you find out like, yeah, no, we, we kind of got this thing here. Mm-hmm. And it you know, out. how many people got bitten? Oh, 13 or whatever. Like, what the fuck? Oh, we're done. No, it's just, it's just scary. They just holds on her face and she's like, what do we do? And she just goes, bomb. Yeah. 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 We can do it, right. Yeah. But but there's nothing, even when she goes and sees the sample, it's done very low-key and subtly to where it just does just enough, but it's her performance and direction, the way it's all written, it's mm. just that foreboding building of, and then her just immediately dropping, yeah, no, we got a bomb. And yeah. she's supposed to be the key expert. She's like, yeah, we must drop it right here. Give it yeah. to me. I'll flip the switch myself. And it does feel <laughs> disturbingly relevant to current society where I'm yeah. like, could this be the coronavirus lab? Where they <laughs> like, burn the evidence, you know? Yeah. So. I think that's exactly why this show has got everybody so hooked. It's because we mm-hmm. are maybe months away from this situation literally happening on this planet to us. <laughs> it's and well, it, You know what? Yeah, it, it hits a lot of real world notes, but not mm-hmm. so much to where you're so taken by it that it, it brings too much of the real world into where you just can't watch it. But at the same time, there's far more familiarity into this show now where it dropped versus I would say if this came out three or four years ago. Yeah, yeah I think it, con- it connects to an audience because we went through a pandemic yeah. and it's not so... And that's exactly why I think they should have kept with that that cold open, mm-hmm. you know, for the for at least a few more episodes because, like those first two openings of those first two episodes are just unbelievable. They're real. They're yeah. so real. Like seriously, they are so real. It's it's, it's scary, and I think that's what yeah. I think those two scenes specifically are what people got sucked in to with this show. Like, yes, episode three is awesome. Yes, the clickers are great yes joel and you know but the information that they give you in in the first six minutes of episode one and then whatever it is for that first episode or the first eight minutes or whatever it is for just like that like we're he we are in this show this last of us is literally all of (laughs) it's all of us right now yeah yeah yeah, and and the justifications for all the characters, it's like even if even for the bad characters, mm-hmm. they establish at least some motivation to them to where you're like, you know, <laughs> I could wind up in their position. Maybe I could start eating people. I well, I mean, what we've learned from playing video games is when this apocalypse does hit, there's no such thing as good or bad anymore. Right, mm-hmm. there is not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what the show is showing you. Like Joel has killed how many people? Ellie's already killed a few people. Like he literally brought her there to save humanity, and now he's like murdering the doctors and shit. It's it makes no sense on any level, but that's humanity. That's who we are. That's what yeah. we do. 
Well, we that's make, why we make crazy decisions like that all the time. All of us do. Yeah. Well, that's why it connects so much because we, we have to think, what, what would we do? What does love make us do? Love makes us do crazy things, including slapping someone in the middle, middle of the Academy Awards. You know? <laughs> but what it ends up what ends up happening because of Joel's love for Ellie is that he kills everyone in that hospital, including the doctors who can use whatever's in her brain to save humanity because he can't deal with having loss again. And we always question, would I do that? Would it, if it was me, if it was like someone I loved, could I do that? And that's what has been a phenomenal ending that split audiences for years, you know, regarding what would happen. And I think that's why part two, everybody was like, What's going to happen to Joel after that? Yeah. Like, well, you'll get your answer. It's, it's pretty obvious Joel has never played a video game. Because <laughs> <laughs> he would have seen all of this shit. I mean, I'm totally kidding. He, I mean, he's, he, he didn't do any kind of critical thinking when he was like, you know, let's take her to the doctors. What are they going to do? Oh, uh, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. They're just going to draw some blood and then everybody will be safe. Like, what do you, come on, dude, think it through for two seconds. What are they going to do to her? They're going to take her apart. They're going to get her DNA from her or do whatever they got to do to, you know. And if this situation is ever in my hands, uh, humanity is not going to be saved. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Exactly what Joel did and just save the kid. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) One of the things they, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, go ahead. I I was just going to say one of the things they established with Joel, though, is. He's a he's a very blue collar, down to earth, straightforward type of thinker guy. You're 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 right. You know he he reacts. He works on emotions. You know he was they they. That's what was one of the appeals too with the video game is that he's not a superhero material type of guy. He's he's a guy. You know, and he has done bad things. And what got me with the end where his decision is one is his love for Ellie, but two for what they experience especially in the video game but even in the show you start to weigh should we save human <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean i mean because they 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 encounter some of the worst of the worst exactly. not infected you know if i were to guess the ending of part three ellie gives her blood or whatever gives her dna it turns out it couldn't be used and I mean, it is called The Last of Us, not, you know, no, we're coming back. <laughs> Game over. Yeah. yeah. So there's, yeah. there's, if he's just going to kill everybody, there's no saving humanity. And that's mm-hmm. all. I mean, think, think about like when the, you know, the Terminator like looks at all the history or whatever and he's like, no, oh, you know what? Skynet's a great idea. These guys are idiots. Let's, get <laughs> Let's cleanse the planet a little bit, create a couple Terminators, you know. Get these fucking morons out of here. What do they yeah. do? They they plant concrete and drill into that. That's all they do. They don't do anything. They're not doing it. Let's get rid of them. Yeah. So Joel's Joel's on track. Like we did this, <laughs> this this version of us doesn't need to keep going. Like we can we can restart. We don't need to end completely, but we can restart. Yeah. <clears throat> and and that's the appeal of his character and the decision he makes at the end. And you know, in their little after show summary, um is the same that always came across when I played the many times to the end of the game, regardless of which decision you, you make to tell Ellie. Um, if you choose to lie to her, uh, you never get the impression, even in the game that she truly buys what Joel is saying. You, yeah. you know what I mean? You, you never get that impression, regardless of what choice you make. You, you never get the impression. Ellie actually believes him, but part of her wants to, because she's still alive. Uh, you know, and again, you always get that weighing of should we, or should we just try to struggle and find another way to survive this thing Mm -hmm. rather than just have a cure presented because, you know, then you get, you end up getting uh walking dead, you know, which ended up being rinse, wash, repeat for me, uh, watching it of, oh, look, Mm -hmm. we found a safe place. 
Oh, we found bad people. Bad people ruined our safe place. We found another safe place. We found <laughs> we found worse assholes. They ruined our safe place. We have to go to a different place. Oh, look at this place. Even worse assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah, hopefully yeah. they can avoid those pitfalls with this show. I mean, I, like I said, like they, they have a solid first game. They have a solid first season. Where does it go from here? That's my main concern, HBO. You got yeah. us again, another open-ended story that doesn't have an ending. Yeah, you know, that's good. Gotta get, gotta get some pages written for you to finish up The Last of Us. Somebody's got to write an ending because there isn't one. There, there isn't yeah. one. No, there, there isn't. And it, that's one of those where I'm concerned with season two as well, not to give people spoilers away. And for as much as I've played the game, I've heard some very complaints about it. Not really, you know, I know most of what happens in the game, but for that one moment in the first, I guess you could say, act of the game, how it ends, um, considering how it ended, that is a big risk considering how much popularity um, certain individuals are. <laughs> well, that, there, are so, there are so many stories available that have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Why yeah. does HBO continue to jump on stories with no ending? That is blowing my mind. I don't get it. Uh, they, just, they just threw Lovecraft Country away when it was over. Like, ah, we're done. That was awesome. Like, holy cow, you guys, you could have done 20 seasons that we would have loved it. Seriously. Well, they could have kept going forever. Warner Brothers isn't great at managing their <laughs> you know, they, they got us talking about it for 51 minutes so they did their yeah. job but, oh yeah know. no they they produce great stuff but then you know they also have a lot of it's whatever they try to do what marvel does that's when they jumble around a lot i really got to see how good the flash is going to be at this point you know mm -hmm. what, what, one thing i will say is Pass a lot of this a lot of what happened at the end of the show and at the end of the game could have been avoided if Marlene just lied to Joel, right? If she just said, right? "Oh, she's in surgery," he's but she's in surgery, but she'll be out. It'll be okay. It makes no sense to tell him the truth at that point. Honestly, you know who this guy is. Yeah, you know, like this guy's a cold-blooded killer. You think like, he's just going to be cool with it? Oh yeah, no, go take her apart. That's what I thought you were going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was that was a misstep to her. Even though they try to play it off as that she felt she owed it to Joe, we're talking humanity here, so it surprises me that she doesn't lie. I mean, because then you could play it off as they do their surgery, they get what they need, and then the doctors escape, and Joe goes on a rampage still, but Ellie is, you know, now Joe's completely broken. And then yeah. you then you could do a whole second season of broken Joe going after and <laughs> Joe Wick. Yeah, hey, Joel Wick. Joel Wick. Joel Wick. What you do to my dog? What you do to my alley? Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? You can totally do it—a whole thing of him on the hunt for the doctor with the cure. Going screw the cure. This whole world, you know, this whole world's gonna end because of you. You know, uh, it, it, I was impressed that they stayed away from most of the Fedra stuff and that's the stuff that's missing in the show that was in the game was mm -hmm. far more of the Fedra insight the the you know the perspective in that and I understand they they had could only put so much in the show so you stick with Joel the, the core story of Joel and Ellie but there is a lot more that they explore with Fedra of just how bad Fedra is they got the idea across here but you end up killing a lot of Fedra guys <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> you know but uh, i don't know i overall no is it the best thing to hit tv in years probably not but is it one of the better genre shows absolutely is it one of the better adaptations i would say yes um but again i'm with john and and you mike is is that where do they go will they take the risk and do what the story calls for. <laughs> I, I think they. I think they will because I think one day uh, Neil Druckmann's going to say, "By the way, there's The Last of Us Three, and it's about redemption." And everyone's like, "Oh my god!" And then they play the game, and they're like, "This sucks." You know, <laughs> it might just go that way again. 
<laughs> well, at but least I you get like, the first season. At least you got the good first season, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, hopefully, it. I don't know, hopefully, it'll be good. I, I, I do say I still like to an extent the Last of Us Part Two. It's just that I didn't like it as nearly as much as I liked the first one. <laughs> Felt like Part Two is like revenge is bad, killing's bad. Don't do it. We're gonna make you feel like a piece of crap every time you kill someone in the game. Which take I actually kind of give them credit for, but at the same time, why would you want to play a video game then? Yeah, <laughs> that's why you play video games. Yeah, to not feel like crap. <laughs> you got to feel good and murder people. <laughs> I don't advocate those in real life, just with the control no. and the people. <laughs> it's that escapism, you know. Yeah. It, it, you know, it was always frustrating when people bring up the uh, argument of, oh. The violent video games are what cause, you know, people to just go on these rampages. I'm like, no, mm -hmm. the person probably didn't have a video game and that's why they didn't go on. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't get their, they couldn't expunge their demons anywhere else. So they had to do it in real life. If you could just press mm -hmm. buttons on a controller and get, you know, get your, I don't want to say, you know, get, just get your murder it's, it's on. I mean, I mean, there's it's a, that's what I was looking for. There's Very a reason. Yes, there's a reason why the PvP sections are always the most popular in any game known to man. Mm. It is it is not because of the challenge. It's because people are killing other people without actually killing other people. Yeah, Fortnite exists for a reason. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's why we're not going to survive because COVID was a test and we failed. And. <laughs> It, that's the one good acting part from uh, uh from uh, um what's his name in Terminator Two where he's with Arnold and they're like you're watching the kids and they're fighting with the toy guns and he goes we aren't going to survive humans I mean and he's Arnold goes it's in your nature to destroy you know <laughs> <laughs> who says that to him again I'm trying to remember was that in T two they were like yeah it's a T two it was John gun. John says it young John uh, oh okay. Mm -hmm. It's in yeah. your nature to destroy. It's you in know? your nature to destroy. You know, it's one of the poignant uh, points of the whole T2. I'm a huge T2 fan, so excuse me. But yeah, uh, yeah. so it, you get that in video games. And we got, they. I think they carried over that fairly well for a show, a live action show, as popular mm -hmm. as the game was. Yeah. Um, you know, far, it was far better than anyone expected. And it's a low bar, I know, but still. Uh, no, I'm glad you said that because when I was coming into this show, I, I came in with a lot of trepidation. Now, I will say they were they were very fortunate to have Craig Mazin, who also executive produced Chernobyl, behind yes. this. Yeah. You know, because Chernobyl is one of the best things I've seen in television in years. Uh, this isn't as good as Chernobyl, but it's still a very good universal attempt a drama from a video game that we have not seen ever before. And for that, it has to be highly commended because now games are adaptable again. I mean, we're even seeing how you can do it the other way if you want, because Super Mario Brothers at first was adapted from something light and fun into like this weird, dark movie about dinosaurs. They had their chance to cast Tomei <laughs> as Mario and they blew it. Oh yeah, they they I I'm so mad that they get to get Charles Martinet. I mean, they got Chris. I get I get what they're doing. They want to still cast stars, but you have Chris Pratt who's not even doing a Mario voice except when he goes very slightly Yahoo, and that's about it. Yeah, that's gonna be. But you know what? Outside of that, I that that has promise. Super Mario Brothers isn't trying to do what they did back in the '90s, where they're like. Let's make a dark, weird sort of, you know, cyberpunk world. Let's throw Dennis Hopper in there for some reason. reason. Sure, why not? Dennis Hopper, yeah. Mario yeah, all right. What? <laughs> for, I, re I remember <laughs> that news. I remember that news when they said Dennis Hopper will be King <laughs> Koopa. And I, my brain just short-circuited. I'm like, it's like, this is going to be what movie? It's 85% of your budget on one dude? Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only good thing to come out for me out of the whole Super Mario Brothers was, you know, they should have just carried Captain Lou Albano from the TV show over to the movie. Yeah. But, mm. uh, you know, they had a babam. The babam is like the only part of that entire movie I really enjoy. 
otherwise that was the prime example like see here when you look at the dictionary of someone who had the rights but had no clue what it was but they knew it was popular so let's yep. make something you know well, they won't care it's just a video game they won't care if we don't stay to the material they got away with masters of the universe too they was oh check this movie out we made oh what the hell did you guys do to me well don't like, worry we have bad enough you killed optimus prime in the first five minutes of the movie you're doing this shit to me when oh. i'm gonna double come on you guys you know what are, are they gonna do beast wars soon <laughs> yeah, no, they, five minutes of the movie yeah they, <laughs> they've got rise of the beasts coming out which i i'm oh, interested great. in i'm, I'm yeah, interested great. in it a little bit it's it's at least in the bumblebee world and not the bay former's world yeah but um it's funny with the masters of the universe you mentioned that i mean that's that's canon uh, you know on fumes but it would have been interesting because they had rights to Spider-Man. They had rights to wow. they, they had rights to a number of IPs and had Masters of the Universe not failed, you would have possibly gotten a canon priest mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Oh wow. Oh man. I still remember the old 90s Spider-Man TV series. Now that was fun. They they but... had a, a canon had G.I. Joe as well. They had rights to G.I. Joe as well for a live well, action. That might have worked versus what we have. What we yeah. have gotten from G.I. Yeah. Joe. Canadian G.I. Joe might have actually worked. I, I haven't seen any of them. They look cheap and terrible. And I they, didn't are yeah. they are. They are. They are. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why I had absolutely no interest in seeing it. But The Last of Us is something I could see and see again. And mm-hmm. I wonder what most people who haven't, haven't played the game thought of that last episode were they were they blown away by it or were they like how is he able to kill all these people so fast mm. you know which is like that that hospital seemed to have the worst security i've ever Jeez, seen ellie is a fantastic doctor oh yeah <laughs> she is or whatever maybe she her didn't mom? get her doctorate what her mom she, no it was the medication it was the she medication yeah it, they had her in uh, surgery for a while there <laughs> But I don't know. Having said that, guys, thank you for so much for coming on. I think The Last of Us did break the curse. And I'm actually looking forward to more video game stuff. I'm actually looking forward to Mario Brothers. You know, I I get that, you know, the whole Chris Pratt thing, like that doesn't sound right. But again, I think they're trying to market it as they market any big budget movie. On a big screen screen in a theater, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, you've never seen, we've been playing Mario Brothers for what, 40 million years already? When was it invented? Yeah. Like <laughs> the first video game ever invented in the whole world? Like, we, Mario, like that franchise has existed pretty much our whole, I'm almost 50. It's been here my whole life almost. Mm-hmm. The original NES, back when it was, you know, there were, there wasn't even like a world. You were just, it was like Donkey Kong Simulator. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> game. Terrible game. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It was, oh my God, it was just bad. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey Kong, you're just climbing. Oh my. Oh. Well, well, this but is anyway. cool. This is like seeing the artwork come to life from Mario. Yeah. You know, and that's that's why people want to see it. They That one's going to be kind of blatant fan service and all that, but which I'm okay with after they made the weird one in the 90s, which again, as a kid, I actually enjoyed that movie. And I still do today, just as a standalone movie. <laughs> It's kind of weird and unique and fun enough where I'm like, huh, what was that? I mean, it has nothing to do almost with Mario Brothers at all. But still, I don't know. For me, I kind of dug its weird cyberpunkness. Uh, but The Last of Us is probably the best we're going to get. And I'm really, really curious to see what uh, season two is going to be. But you can find John Davies at Cinema Obscura. That's a website where people, what, they basically send you films from all over the world and then you upload them i'm an executive producer of a tv show here in chicago can tv we have a one hour every monday night short films music videos documentaries all from independent people and yeah from all over the world started in chicago but we're worldwide now nice nice and you can check out mark the movie man at special mark productions he does like you, you do like one minute reviews like every day, I think it kind of blows <laughs> my day. mind. 
<laughs> not every day but yeah i've got the movie man's movie minute on tiktok where i do one minute reviews of wide release films i've got the spoiler room podcast which uh mike has uh we've been very gracious yeah. to come on the show there i do interviews i got a patreon i i dabble in just a little bit of everything um i also occasionally do written reviews for we live entertainment uh and and i'll also uh freelance it for other things too i got some written reviews on my my uh website as well but i do a little bit of everything um but yeah i've got some i got a couple things in the hopper coming up uh an interview with the director of enter the drag dragon so whoa <laughs> yeah i'm looking enter forward the, to that the the drink dragon uh, no uh, enter the drag dragon drag. it's about Yes, drag, as in drag queen, as in the oh, main the main D-R-A-D. character. It, yeah, <laughs> the main character is a part time uh, investigator and a full time drag queen, and they get pulled into this like trauma esque type of crazy, wild, just insane, gonna trigger somebody humor. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's it's very out there, but a lot of fun. It's from Canada. It's from the same folks who made Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter which is an amazing and they're, they're both musicals. They're both musicals, both from Canada. If you haven't seen Jesus Christ, vampire hunter, you should. It... No, I've never heard of this before. <laughs> no, really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's great. It's Jesus Christ fighting vampires. Literally. Yeah, and they did and that it's with a Abraham musical Lincoln too. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. But, but, oh, and it's a musical, of course. So yeah, well, Jesus of course. Christ superstar mixed with uh, exactly Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. vampire hunter. Yeah, man, amazing. I get. I wonder what uh, you know. I wonder if they're ever gonna have a PlayStation All Stars like Joel or Ellie as characters that you can fight as. You know, wouldn't it be great if I don't know, like Ellie? Her final move would be her knife. Joel's. Yeah. I think Joel's would be just. I don't know shooting everyone in a hospital and then <laughs> the uh, neck breaker it'd be yeah. the neck breaker <laughs> oh yeah when he always like puts someone in the sleeper hold and then kills them yeah oh man yeah why not but anyways what a depressing show but what a fun talk <laughs> we had about the last of us yeah uh, i want to thank all you guys if you want to check out my stuff you can check me out at ypa reviews you can find me on tiktok you can find me on twitter and the YPA stands for you'll probably agree and you'll hopefully agree with our opinions on the show. Until then, we'll see you later. You trust me?